Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name is Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And I tell you, this week has been a blast because it my daughter graduated from high school. And nice. man, we've had barbecues and family over and we've been out to the lake. And so it's been a week of celebration because my wife, she doesn't know how to do anything small. So <laughs> it's been a <laughs> phenomenal week. So I'm really excited uh, to meet with you guys. I also have a brand new guest, a brand new friend that's going to join with join me today. His name is Joe Tang. I connected with him on TikTok of all places. So we're going to get to him right after this from the Speakfire family and Rethink Him Rich. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speakfire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. Speakfire.com. Speak fire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. This your boy Jay Gibson, CEO and founder of Rethink Rich Academy, Rethink Rich Incorporated, with a new face of finance. Get used to it. And I just want to tell you guys if you're looking for elite, financial training and coaching, but not just about investment to help your whole life. I want you to go to RethinkRichAcademy.com. We are doing free training right now for the entire year of 2020. So join me on Facebook at Rethink Rich Academy and follow me on social at Rethink Rich. Well, hello, Joe. Or should I say... Hi. 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 You know, I feel the same because I don't have it. Actually, I had it written on for my show earlier, but you can't really make it out. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man, I'm super excited. And so for those of you that are on the audio side of things, on the podcast side of things, I have written on on my hand the word hi. And that's how I came across Joe Tang was on TikTok. I was flipping through different videos and all of a sudden there's this guy with his hand out and said, Hi, man, I want to be your friend. Just say hi. And so I did a duet back, and I started following him and the Atang crew, and I just became really impressed with what you're doing and trying to spread positivity. And I'm like, I got to reach out to him and see if I can have him be a guest on Father's Fire. So thank you so much for joining me. Man, thank you so much for having me on the on the show. And you know what is funny is that I didn't know, I didn't realize you were following me from the high video. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's you, that's my you keep it first, up with me for a while. Yeah, that's my very first connection with you as a high video. That's awesome. And, and it, it's amazing as I've reflected on that, the power of just saying hi and just smiling. Absolutely. Absolutely. I talk about it all the time, Jody. Like it, it's it's really funny how this whole high on my hand even came into fruition. I literally was sitting back trying to learn and understand TikTok. What is this platform? I see people mainly dancing, but but then I see also the opportunity to meet people across the world. And like yourself, I love people. So I was like, you know what? What if I just wrote high on my hand 
made a 15 second clip and see how many people would engage with it. And that was the first video that actually took off on that platform. And uh, it, it's cool because now I'm meeting people like yourself. I, what, what's been really fun for me uh, watching your TikTok, because every morning you do a live TikTok and did, you have yeah. this hugs line where people can text in and just share their heart and get a virtual hug. And that's just really fun. Where did you come up with that idea of a virtual hug? You know, that's that's the interesting thing about my entire story. So I'll be completely candid. I came on the TikTok to to sell, um, to sell kind of what I'm working on. But what I'm realizing, especially with social media, is that anything related to business or sales really starts with the relationships. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of where I tried to test out the whole high idea. Um, and then, you know, as soon as I was able to go live on um, TikTok, what I realized was that one-on-one is probably one of my favorite things to do with with people and so it was during this time i think i started creating content heavy in february and i started going live literally at towards the end of the month and what i found out was that people especially with what the world has started seeing right because i think going into mid-march right is when COVID hit and the world kind of just changed and what i was noticing is that people really do appreciate someone who is willing to spend time with them and just hear them out hear their story and you know, that's to my own horn, but I, I really do have a passion in talking to people and, and listening. And one of my pet peeves is people who don't like to listen, right? And so uh, it was one of my main focuses going into my lives. And honestly, I think I just blurted out virtual hugs. Like, this is this is one big virtual hug from Joe. And someone was like, oh, my gosh, this is a virtual hug. And from there, it, it kind of just took off. And now I'm it's turned into a show. And honestly, I, 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 have, a, I have an acronym for HIGH, which stands for Help Inspire. And literally the whole motto behind it is it takes less than 60 seconds to, to connect with somebody, to empathize with somebody, to, you know, to build that connection. And I think it's a powerful thing, like you stated. I I love that. One of the things that's really unique about your show is that you're juggling two twins. (laughs) And I'm like, that is a perfect you know, example of what I want to bring on to Father's Fire, because I think a lot of times we as men, we're trying to figure out how we're going to juggle work, how we're going to juggle keeping our relationship with our wife, and how are we going to juggle, you know, taking care of our kids, and you're literally (laughs) doing all of it (laughs) at the same time. It gets insane. It gets insane, man. First, I just want to say, you know, to, to my partner, my lady, my queen, Courtney, without her being willing to like allow me to be myself and you know let me let her for me to let her be herself none of this would be playing out at all and so we've negotiated that i get the morning duties which is why you see me going all crazy with my kids in the morning and then she kind of takes the afternoon shift so yeah definitely in the mornings my kids are giving me a run for my money so you have you have two twins they're Uh they're pretty young so let's talk about how is your experience been as a new dad is that has it been exciting scary what's really surprised you it's a, that's a really good question I, I think it's coming in phases and i'm sure because i feel like i'm new to this whole dad uh dad mode but it, it, initially i was completely freaked out in my mind i was like what i get myself into is this is am i ready for this i don't even have my life completely figured out yet like now i'm bringing you know not only one child, but two, because how, what happened was when she realized she was pregnant, we had our mindset on, okay, is it a boy or a girl? 
we went to the doctor's visit and he was doing the ultrasound. He just like literally made the sound. Oh, we got two of them. And that's where, <laughs> that's where I was taken aback. And so, you know, initially I was, I was afraid. Uh, then as things settled in and, you know, Courtney gave birth to the children, I think I started to settle in on getting comfortable that I was raised in an environment where, you know, we had, like, I literally watched my cousins uh, born and raised in my parents' homes. And so I kind of had this mindset of, I'm ready, I'm prepared for it. And like the third phase is, hell no, I'm not ready for it, especially not that they're getting mobile. Uh, this is a completely mind-blowing experience, but I'm loving it though, I'm loving it. And what I'm really loving about it is that they are at a stage right now where they're like trying to mimic everything that I'm doing. And I'm starting to see that, I mean, I'm their influence, me and their mother, their, their influence, and that's a powerful position to be in, especially knowing that that's our future, so. Yeah, it's really funny. You know, we we went out on the boat earlier in the week, um, and um, we spend a lot of time wake surfing as a family. And so our kids always invite their friends and stuff, and and my daughter invited her boyfriend. And Judy and I are kind of interacting, and her boyfriend goes, "Wow, you're a lot like your mom." <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because. You know, there, there, there's so much truth to, you know, as you're raising your kids and you're playing with them, you're trying to teach them, they pick up both the good and the bad of you. And it's, I'll never forget the first time, you know, my kid, I mean, he literally mimicked me and I'm like, wow, was that, is that good or is that bad? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Literally can relate to that. I ask myself that all the time. It's a challenge. So how old are they now? They're 18 months. Okay, so 18 months. So you have the challenge of bringing two, not one, two 18-month-olds into your relationship with your lovely queen. How are you guys juggling the relationship and making time for each other amidst taking care of the kids? We are super lucky and fortunate that so the kids were preemies and we, a cool fun fact for you is we spent 30 days, 30 or more days in the hospital because she was wow. admitted early, you know, and then she, you know, I'm speaking guy terms here and I don't know what the, and, and the, the correct way to phrase it is why she was, uh, why she had to be checked into the hospital early, but we were there for about 30 days and because they were preemies, I think they came in two weeks early, we were, we had to stay in the NICU as well. And so through that, we, we're able to be giving guidance and some coaching on just like the initial parenting thing. And knowing Courtney and I, we're pretty spontaneous, but we work, we've always worked well as a team. So it's been really good for our relationship. And uh, to answer your question about downtime, like I guess through all our training, we've been able to really sleep, get our, our, our children on a great sleep schedule. And so they go to sleep at 7.30 sharp, excited to go to bed and we have the rest of the evening for ourselves so it's actually worked out pretty great for me and i know i tell a lot of guys that story or they come they come over and they see the kids going to sleep and they're like how how are y'all doing this and i'm like i don't i don't know we just have we got lucky god bless you (laughs) and and i think i think he does that with the first one he suckers you in with the first ones that are nice and sweet and cuddly and then he gives you the second and third one and they don't sleep or they're calling or whatever and he's like all right right now i got a new lesson uh, to figure out it's it's honestly jody been a, a, a really really surprisingly smooth experience i mean 
it's getting more hectic now that they're more mobile. But prior to that, like it's been pretty smooth. That's awesome. No, it's fun. You know, I, yeah, it's, 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 you know, as I look at different stages of my life, I mean, I loved when my kids were babies. I love, actually, I enjoyed them most when they started becoming 18 months and older, just because their personalities really started to shine and they weren't just, you know, flesh blobs of eating, pooping little minions trying to grow. Right. Um, but I've loved every single stage of it. And it's funny because like my sister, there's a 20 year gap between me and my youngest sister. And she was over this weekend with, with her kids and she's got five kids and they're all little dudes, right? They're like 18 months to like nine. And they were so fun to play with and they have such unique personality. I was like, Oh wow. I'd, I'd forgotten how much fun that phase was. But then at the same token, you know, my kids now are 18 to 26 and they're starting to fly. They're starting to develop their own careers and they're pursuing their dreams. That's amazing. That's real fun too. And so as I reflect, it's like every single phase of fatherhood has been amazing. It's been really challenging in some respects, especially when we adopted two kids. Um, but, you know, having a wife that you can tag team with really makes a huge difference. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I like how you said that too, the phases. Like each phase has its own like set of rewards and challenges. And I think that's what I'm experiencing right now. I'm sure there's many, many more to come, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, you're, you're in that fun time because you got 18 to about four. And then soon they'll be doing preschool. And yeah, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. And I I guess one of the things that, so are you guys doing anything to just have like family time, just the four of you? Or do you, are you disciplined or do you have the flexibility or do you create opportunities where you and your wife can just be you? Because especially when you got new babies, it's easy to just be consumed by the babies. For sure. For sure. I think we do a decent job of uh, what we're trying to do, especially now that it's warm. I'm in Indiana, so the weather is super crazy out here. Uh, Being from Texas, which is humid and hot all the time to move into Indiana, the weather is hectic here. But now that it's warming up, you know, we've really been trying to carve out time to take the, the, the children outside and let them enjoy the different sounds and see the cars drive by. And that's been something that we didn't necessarily like plan out. We just kind of just adopted as a ritual. Um, but as far as like Courtney and I taking time for ourselves, it's funny because we just actually, now that this whole COVID thing um, is is being lifted a little bit, we, she celebrated her birthday this past weekend. So, you know, found babysitters and we went out to a hotel and spent some, you know, spent a day. It was a day, but trust me, that day felt like a week, right? So we, we really enjoyed our times outside of the house. You know, and you you got to have those little escapes, whether they're one day, whether they're one hour. I mean, be, because I, I remember when we first adopted our two kids, the first two years, we literally could not leave the house together. One of us always yeah, had to be exactly. home. And so, you know, we got really creative and going, all right, we're going to isolate 
two hours and we're just going to go escape into our bedroom. We're going to make milkshakes or cookies and watch a Netflix show. And I found that making that time, no matter how long it is, whether it's an hour to a full week, you know, it's really important to keep that relationship growing and fortified and, and it enables you to give not only to each other, but to re-energize yourself so that you can give to the kids even more. So, I think, you know, the biggest thing hearing you talk that I think we're getting out of this, and I'm speaking for Courtney, but I'm pretty sure she would agree, is that we're learning to slow down because, you know, she's an entrepreneur. She runs a company. You know, I'm in business as well. And uh, we're always on the go, like in work mode. And now that the kids have come, you know, we're really looking forward to the downtimes. Like, like I said, they go to bed at 7.30. And for Courtney and I, that's like our, our little evening vacation. And so we really try to do what we can to enjoy our times there. And it just really teaches us how to slow down, right? And appreciate this, the, the little things. So what's, what's one or two things that you've really, really enjoyed about having kids? Good question. I think... Oh man, this is just a recent like appreciation is that I can look at my children in the eyes and you know, it's it's a little thing, but just just how they we communicate without they're not speaking yet. But I could tell like just today I was looking at my son and you know, I was literally laughing, like laughing hysterically as if he told me the funniest joke in the world, only because I knew he understood what I was telling him. You know, I was having this conversation with him, it was I was feeding him and uh I was te- actually I was teasing him, so I like he would come in for a bite, and I'll pull the spoon away, and he started like giving me this eye, like I know what you're doing with me, and I start laughing. I was like, "You didn't like that, did you?" And he like would wink at me. And anyways, that that little moment of our communication is what I'm really loving. And same thing with my daughter, but that's uh that's one that's my first answer. My second one is just like it's more selfish, right? I think I'm just becoming a better human being because I want to be that for them. And just watching myself grow, you know, from going from being impatient or being frustrated because I have to watch the children to now embracing it has been, it's been fun for me. Like, I feel like they feel that energy. I'm big with energy and all that. So I could tell they're, they're feeling that I'm, I'm more connected with them now that I'm accepting that you know, I'm not going to, daddy's not going to have everything his way. <laughs> I, I love the story about you and your son, you know, because there's so many ways to communicate with your kids. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And, and, and that, that, that story reminds me of my favorite picture with my daughter. So we have this picture and I wish I had it. I would show it to you, but it's all four kids. It's at yeah, all four of the kids because we hadn't adopted yet, and they're really young. She's probably two years old, maybe, and they're dressed in these old kind of like little rascals outfits, and it's all black and white. And they're the boys are all smiling, but she's got this face on this look on her face, like I'm conquering the world. I'm the girl, and I'm taking <laughs> charge. Right? I and, love that. In that one little moment, I just there was so much personality in her face, and and I think I that's that. one of the things that I really enjoyed. You know, when they were young, is seeing those little kind of hints at their personality that you that were kind of foreshadows of what was to come. Yeah, here's a bonus for you. I um, I also appreciate how they're starting to communicate. 
you know, because they have been with each other even when they were in the womb, you know, and so they they feel their energies. And what's so funny is that now they they're in love with like randomly going up to each other and hugging or kissing each other and like just for me to see that makes me super happy i'm like how long is this gonna last because i wish they were that we keep their relationship strong like this forever but i'm already i'm already seeing signs of them you know starting to fight and you know (laughs) telling each other so that's good that that's fun and and, you know and they're gonna go through those phases right (laughs) wanting to be close but also get out of my space exactly yeah for sure for sure yeah that's great so if you had to give anybody some advice as a new dad what would be one or two tidbits that you think are really really important man like i'm I'm gonna go ahead and preface this with saying that i feel like i'm really really lucky to have gone through the experience i've had with you know some of the you know some of the nurses in the hospital kind of giving us their tidbits and you know we're working with physical therapists and speech therapists as well so we're getting some of that but honestly like since the beginning i think the biggest piece of advice i would give anybody is to, to accept the fact that this is a, this is a, this is a ongoing learning game. And no matter how much advice you get, you're going to have to go through your, yourself. And I think that if you, if you're not a person who's already trusting yourself and your, like your emotions and like your instincts, like this is time to really start to dive in and look into that. Because like I said, there's no, there's no level of advice that's going to help you understand what path you need to be on as a parent. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. The second one is like, honestly, um, keeping a healthy relationship is super important because that, that energy matters. Like you said, I think being able to work together cohesively as a team to raise, you know, in my case, two children, I, I don't know who I would be as a person if I didn't have Courtney supporting me throughout this journey. Cause you know, even with two of us, like it's a grind. Right. And so like that relationship, you know, we get to celebrate in the evenings together saying, wow, we made it through the day, you know, with, with our two children. And that, that energy helps us get through for the next day and helps us look forward to, you know, the times that are hard. So I think just keep keeping that relationship strong is, is another uh, piece of advice I would give out. Oh, that's awesome. Well, man, I, I really appreciate your time. I mean, we could easily go. I already know. Another. I was going to say that. You and I, I feel like you and I, I picked up all the energy. We probably could talk, have conversations for hours, but this has been great so far, man. Yeah, no, it's great. And I want to be respectful of your time. Man, I just, I really appreciate, you know, your your mission. You have embraced your mission to spread positivity in the world. So I'm going to invite every single person to go out to TikTok, go find Joe Tang, become part of the Tang crew because it is awesome. (laughs) And, you know, to listen to people, you know, call in because he does a live visual, you know, virtual hugs every morning to just talk to people. The other thing that I like is like, what is your word of the day? And, so, guys, I'm not going to spill the beans. You need to go check out and get connected with Joe because it's awesome. But he's also a great father, as you can tell. And he loves being with his kids. And he loves that beautiful wife, Courtney. I, I can't wait to meet her. I mean, that's like when that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about Father's Fire is men, What in my experience, men who truly love being a father tend to truly, truly 
put their wife on the pedestal. Man, she's she's at the all time like high, you know, and more respect too because you know we don't go through what women go through like to give birth to a child and me watching that like just watching was like intense right and then like hearing her how she felt is is even more intense and i mean it's just you can't put i mean you can't put a woman lower than the highest pedestal when you go through that experience so yeah i i I tell my kids all the time i'm like Mom is the queen of the house. Yes. I mean, exactly. she, I mean, I love you kids, but mom comes first. And they all know that. They know Friday night, Saturday, Friday or Saturday night is always a date night. Judy and I always make for you guys. for each other. And yeah. I think that ripples. Your kids need to see that you put your wife on a pedestal, that she is everything to you. And when you do that, everything else in the family, it kind of falls into place because if you're treating her right, you're going to treat your kids right. That's what I love about your show. People need to see that there's good fathers out there. Cause honestly, I don't know what father I would be today if it wasn't for my dad leading by example, you know? And, uh, and it's funny because like my dad and I really didn't have a strong, strong relationship until I really matured, got matured enough and was, was humble enough to be able to dialogue with him. Right. Because he was always working. So when, when he would come home, it's like, dinner and sleep and rinse and repeat and i'm sharing that because he didn't we didn't have to have a strong relationship for me to watch and see how he was treated he put my mom on the highest pedestal they just celebrated 43 years and so these examples from from fathers who really are invested into you know being becoming the best dads that they can be is is an example that the world needs to see so i really applaud you for your mission as well and putting this content out here man because it's important the world especially right now you know, as a black as a black man, I would say this that one thing that our community needs the most too is just strong, strong fathers, people who are gonna be there and show their their children right from wrong, love from hate. And I mean, I I could go on and on about how excited I am for you to be to, to have started this. Yeah, it's fun. It and it I love that you shared that your dad was that impact for you. Because a lot of kids, you know, unfortunately they're not they weren't blessed with that. But that doesn't mean that if you weren't blessed with that, that you can't change that generational curse, that you can't break the link and become the father that you had hoped to be. And, you know, before I, I was going to wrap up, but I, I feel like I should share this one story. You know, when I was a kid. And I, have a, I have a question for you, too. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I, I, okay. I love to hear the story. Then it's just a real rapid. No, so, yeah. so when I was a kid, I was about 17. And my dad and I had been working out in the yard on a very cold day in Arkansas. And we'd been cutting wood and working. And finally, we came in, and we were just cold. And so dad went in, and he put in a nice hot bath. And he's like, I'm just going to go soak and de-thaw. And I just went to the table because I was starving. And my mom, you know, she's in there cooking pancakes and, you know, flipping. All of a sudden, she just collapsed in the kitchen. I mean, just, I mean, like a rag doll, just flopped to the floor. And I'm like, Oh my God. You know, and so I run in, knock on the door, dad, dad, some, something's wrong with mom. And my dad jumped out of that, that bath, ran into the kitchen, picked up my mom, butt naked, dripping wet, carried her into, carried her into their bedroom and laid her down. And it was the most beautiful 
experience that I've ever saw of how much my dad loved my mom. And so, you know, as he got her laid down and he's taken care of, I went and got a towel and covered him. But, you know, there was no shame. There was no embarrassment. It was just a moment of sheer love Love. and service for my mom. And, you know, to watch my dad do that, I mean, it is just riveted in my heart, in my mind, you know, of what it truly means to love your wife. And so I just, I'm like, guys, you please put your wife first. If you put your, the, the love of your, your life before everything else, your kids will live to become like you and even better because Mm -hmm. they will want to emulate the kind of love that they saw in their home. Yeah. I love that, man. So. Thanks for sharing that too, by the way. Yeah. Well, thank you. You had had a question and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so first question for you is, um, it's a real simple question. Did you, when you had your children, did you go through the phase of like trying to figure out the months for ages or did you say the years? So right now I'm, I'm stuck in this 18 month like lingo. Right. And (laughs) I think it's funny because I used to be the guy that'd be like, why don't they say the years? Right. So, I I was I was the same as you. I until until 18 months it was always months. But once I hit the 18 month mark, it was like, all right, they're two and three. But I, I think there's something there's like so many like monumental changes in those months that it's easy to go, oh, he's one month and two months and at six months he started to crawl and at nine months he tried to stand. And so I think, I think it's easy to go into months when they're little, little, because there's so, so much changing that it's like, Oh, versus, you know, when they get two, three, four, those changes are kind of more drawn out. And so, you know, that's just my philosophy on it, but yeah, I did months versus years. Amazing. Uh, last question is just what's your what's your main like mission behind, you know, your your podcast, your platform here. You know, my I, my greatest hope is that I can highlight experiences in my life or in other men who are trying to be great fathers, examples of what the passion and love and excitement that it is to be a dad. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's challenging. But man, it is so much fun to be a dad. And I think if we as men can get outside of ourselves and we can truly go, you know what, I'm going to put my wife first. I'm going to put my kids first. Then life becomes really rich. So if I can inspire men to get excited about being a father being a husband and really treating their wife like the queen she is and not the help, man, that will be a true legacy of impact. And so, that's yeah. amazing. Thanks for sharing. No, this, well, is, this, this, is, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, man. I, I, I will be checking you out on, the, of course, the Tang Crew, and I invite everybody to check him out. Are there other places people connect can connect with you as well, Joe? So, yeah, I would love for you guys to stop by uh, if you can on a live show. You don't have to stay the entire time, but just at least to say hi and, you know, for me to, to, to embrace you and show you some love. But, uh, yeah, so I'm doing that, every, you know, every morning. I say eight-ish. 
uh, for about an hour. And then I have a video cast slash, slash uh, soon to be podcast called A Cup of Joe Tang, where that idea was literally inspired the same time the virtual hug started. Um, and the whole concept behind that is I want to go meet creators like yourself who literally were on the platforms like Instagram or TikTok who were using their platforms to you know, express and share posit a positive message in their field of expertise. And so I just literally act like we're in a coffee shop during the show and just pick your brain and ask you what you're about. And so that is on Facebook. Uh, it's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You know, I'm, I'm Joe with Tang everywhere. So you, it's, it's not hard to, to miss me. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. I mean, it's been a phenomenal experience. And for those of you who are tuning in, thank you guys for joining me every week as we explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And, you know, really, as you know, Joe asked me, it's like the mission here is to help us all be better men, to be better fathers and better husbands so that we can create a legacy that our kids will want to live up to and be inspired by who we're trying to be today. So you guys have a great week and we'll check you next time. Same time, same bad channel right here on father's fire. <laughs> See <say> amazing. <laughs> <laughs>